when we discovered comedian Maggie Farris's outrageous show, Dyke It Yourself, a web series that parodies craft and home renovation shows, we practically rented a U-Haul and moved in. Crafting is big for the holidays, so we figured it would be a great time to chat with Maggie again about her life as a snowplow queen, her outrageous Halloween costume, and weird but wonderful crafting ideas. Today, Maggie Ferris shares with us stories from her new album, Tougher Than a Honeybee, now available for pre-order, where she proposes marriage to her girlfriend at a giant rainbow slide at the Minnesota State Fair. Plus, a woman unleashes a swarm of bees on the police trying to evict her from her home. And a look back at Mark's vintage Twitter insults account, where he roasted everyone until a Russian porn company stole it. I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. And this is Feast of Fun. Hello. Is this Maggie Farris, a.k.a. Hillary Clinton? That's me. <laughs> Hi, Maggie. It's Fausto. And Mark. Hi, Fausto and Mark. How are you guys? Great. How are you doing? Good. Are you in a holding pattern because there's a big snow coming your way? Is there a big snow coming? I think so, according to Sven Sturgeson. Oh, my. <laughs> I read something in the, the news that there was a big one coming in upper Minnesota, but it might come down to the tw- Twin Cities, according to this oh guy my. named Sven. They don't explain who Sven is, but I guess everybody in Minnesota must know Sven. Is it Sven's sun guard? Yes. Yes. Okay. He's a little beefcake. Oh, he is? Yeah, he is. Now he's muscly. Googling he's him. tiny, but he's muscly. Sven? Sven? What's his last Sun name? Guard. I think it's S U N D G. Yeah, that's Sun Guard on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, hello. Yeah. Right. He's a meteorologist, climate explorer, oh. and licensed realtor, and also yeah. an Instagram influencer. Wow. He sure is. He influenced my boners. <laughs> <laughs> He'll oh, yeah. do that. Yeah. You could probably influence his boners too. Well, does he have an OnlyFans? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I think they frown on that wherever he meteorologizes. Let's Google his name, and Foster taught me a trick. You, you you Google somebody's name, and then you add the word shirtless to it, and see what comes up. Oh. And um, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I told you he's a beefcake. Damn. Right, Damn, Maggie, you got the hookup. You got he's us family too. A sexy gay. He's, wait, he's gay. Meteorologist. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. He's way is, gay. Is he Nor- Norwegian? Sunguard sounds Norwegian. It's got to be like Scandinavian. It's got to yeah. be. Got to be. Yeah. I right. would like to tell you that I am gay and there's <laughs> no coming. Yeah, and you can follow me on OnlyFans. <laughs> that, that's your Scandinavian right there. <laughs> I am a bearded lady. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly read this thing about this because I was like, what's going on in Minnesota? So I Googled news and they said there's snow coming. And I was like, and they mentioned this guy in the article and like, they don't explain who he is. So I'm like, everybody must know who he is. I didn't even bother Googling him. But everybody now, does know Sven. Yeah. Well, now we all know Sven and winter yeah. is coming, Sven. And winter is the name of my dick. <laughs> Sven is going to be a national treasure soon. Okay. I'm sure. So yeah. Maggie, happy Halloween post haste. Is Thank that, you, and to that, you. Is that what that means? Like post haste is no, that it took hur- place. Hurry Isn't up, because you're already late. Get oh. here right now. What is the term? What is the term for what it happened in the past? Belated. 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 Thank yes. you. Posthumous is when somebody's dead. Oh, so if Maggie was that. dead, no. well, we were somebody to died her. on Halloween. They had to. Oh, I'm sure lots of people did. Yeah. So happy posthumous Halloween. 
Yeah. Before I ask you what you dressed up as for Halloween, I want to tell the listeners and you, everybody, yes. that I came up with the best Halloween costume, and I and I basically just bought it off the rack at Nordstrom's. What? <laughs> it's not from Nordstrom's, but it was just a pinata costume, and I've been eyeballing it for years. And Mark said, "Don't wear that because if you're going down the street, someone's going to beat you up." Like a piñata. Like take sure, a stick and whack sure. them. Get that candy right. out. Get that candy yeah. out. But and that candy belongs to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, you know, it brought out the goodness in so many people. They were all like, you remind me of my childhood. You are this pure, beautiful, gay piñata. And Oh, it's so fun. And then they just pulled into their bags and started handing me candy. <gasps> and you could fill up your whole costume. My mouth. Oh, yeah, that too. And no, I said no drugs, just candy, like actual nice. candy. That is a brilliant costume. It was wonderful. And, and everybody was just like, oh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, telling me all their stories about piñatas and how like it was like gambling for kids, basically. And no, it doesn't totally. matter what's in the piñata. The kids just go nuts over it. It's sort of like Black Friday shopping. As soon as they open the doors. It is. It is. You it's know. a free-for-all. Just you know, grab the it. The best thing about piñatas is, especially in, in Latin American traditions, they have Halloween piñatas. They have Christmas piñatas. They have Easter piñatas, birthday piñatas. Birthday, sure. Every Piñatas for every occasion. That's a lot of candy. And well, I'm liking it. It's last, a lot of paper mache. The last, the last piñata I hit, is. somebody had one that was of Trump because it was right before the election. Oh, and they're like, you want to hit it and say something. So I hit it and I said, this one's for Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. She knew. She beef. knew. Yeah, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. That was nice of you to say that. Mm. Now, Maggie, you had a fabulous Halloween costume, but you haven't I told me what did. it was. Oh, my God. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay, so I had like a like a spiky, messy black wig, and then I had sort of like a pale white face with some like uh, red lips, just just a little bit of red lips, but a very pale face, dressed all in black. And then I had eight Barbie dolls that were <laughs> glued together at the crotch, strapped to my hands, and I went as Edward Scissoring hands. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's pretty I, good. I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah, there it is. Boom. Edward Scissoring hands. I love you yeah. so much. Oh, you are so sweet. Scissoring is kind of controversial because a lot of lesbians maintain that it does not happen. That is one of my most popular jokes. It's not a thing. No? No. If you if you go crotch to crotch, it's just itchy. That's it. There's no <laughs> goodness, Okay. But mm -hmm. I mean, if you do it where you're like laying on, okay, now we're really getting into stuff. Um, Your mom doesn't other have to ways, listen to it. Yeah, yeah she won't. <laughs> She's, what's a podcast anyway? <laughs> um, <laughs> will I know what they're talking about? No, no idea. Um, but if you're just laying on top of each other, you can still have a nice good time. But the, the we crotch to crotch is nothing. It's just itchy. Okay. Unless you had like a double-ended dong or something. Right. But I was like then, leaner with my first boyfriend. We used to do something kind of similar to that. We were just kind of like wedge ourselves next to each other and just, you know, play with each around. other. Yeah. Okay. So for the lesbians that are listening to the show, is Maggie, you know, oh boy. she's Come speaking for you. Are you going to cancel her? Oh, God. Maggie Ferris yes. does not speak for the lesbian community. And let, let me just clarify, 
I speak for the lesbian community because I'm the one who designed the lesbian <laughs> pride flag. Well, Thank you very much. They took it from you, really. I designed it. Is that true? That is a true fact. That is. I love that. So the the shades of of lipstick, you know, the the, the yeah. lesbian flag that now uh, people call it the Dunkin' Donuts flag because it's yeah. the same colors as Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> which I like. Were you eating a donut when you made it? Uh, no. So it basically Time Magazine in 2008. Uh, said cougars is a new sexual identity that's coming out. Okay. And I said, well, well, you know, if, if cougars get it, why, why don't lipstick lesbians have a, I, I just thought it was funny to do oh, like sure. a, a lipstick lesbian flag. And I was at Walgreens looking at all the shades of lipstick. And I said, you know, you could do that with a bear pride flag. Just make it shades of lipstick and put a kiss on the top left. Totally. Corner. Totally. Now, unfortunately, wow, unfortunately, yeah. this horrible woman stole the flag and passed it off as her as her own design. Why are people so awful? And she's a uh, she's a turf. She's a trans exclusionary radical feminist. Oh God! Why are people so awful? And so, so now, get this. So, so then, you know, like a game of telephone, it, the the flag got sort of modified slightly into the Dunkin' Donuts flag. Right. So now. Whenever someone, when uh, lesbians who want to exclude trans women from their liberation or organizations or whatever, they use the flag that I designed. Oh, God. And then people are like, who designed this? And they're like, Fausto Fernos designed He's a turf. And so people think I'm a turf. No. And they go after me and they try to cancel me on social media. Oh, God. What they don't want to give him credit for it, but they ass. also want to cancel him for it. So you got the worst of all worlds by doing that. But I said, you know what? It's like getting your car stolen and the car was used to rob a bank. You know? Well, at least you didn't rob that bank. Well, imagine how Indian people feel about the swastika, you know? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so for, for me, I'm like, I the, the flag belongs to all women or lovers of women or anybody who has a feminine spirit. Sure. And it's about celebrating the shades of lipstick that are available at your local corner pharmacy. <laughs> God, that's so funny. <laughs> and so uh, uh, I speak for all lesbians because I'm the... <laughs> As you should. As a man As should. You should. Yep, for sure. <laughs> and, we and, haven't had enough of that yet. And scissoring, is this a real thing or not? This is we want to, you know, ultimately... Yeah. What are the well, lesbian Well, you're the myths? decider then. Well, I'm 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 the judge, Judy, and executioner. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know what other lesbian myths do people not get right besides the scissoring? Oh God, I don't know what. I mean, a lot of them are real accurate, like softball and Subarus and things like that. Why are lesbians uh, into Subarus? Is it because it's a cheap car, or is it like no, what, is there no, value? no, no. Let Car? me go. Let me go down the story. Okay, okay, so back in I think it was like the seventies, eighties, they started. Nobody was marketing the lesbians, of course, and so Subaru was like, "We are going to try that." And mm -hmm. they had Martina Navratilova as their spokesperson, and um, really? that's when. Yep, that oh. is when um, like anything gay was canceled, you know, and nobody could come out and it was a nightmare. So Martina came out and every single sponsor she ever had dropped her except Subaru and Subaru has remained loyal to the lesbians. So the lesbians remain loyal to Subaru. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Maggie, how do you spell Narva Tolova? <laughs> uh, and Travova Lova Lova. There's a I song. No 
Have you, are you familiar oh. with Frank's song? No, I don't know it. M A R T I N A N A V R L A T I O L V A. No way, that's a song. That's a song by Frank, the it, folk singer. It wasn't in the top hundred though. It was a it, very popular lesbian song in the nineties. Oh. See, lesbians yeah. love Martina Navratilova. Well, she's one of them. She, icon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she really is. She really is, and she really was a pioneer in in that respect. So, hats off to her. And 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 you know, and to Subaru for sticking yeah, by no the kidding. by the dikes. Yeah, they were like, we're going to make like a camping mobile for lesbians because they love outdoors. Well, and you know, the number one buyer of stick shifts in the world are women. And I would imagine a lot. Yeah, a lot of them. Are, I would imagine a lot of them are lesbians. I own a stick. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, I love driving a stick. Well, my, my father told, drives a stick. Uh-huh. Yeah. My yeah. father told me that the, the reason to get a stick shift is because it's more fuel efficient and mm-hmm. it's cheaper to repair. Is this true? I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know anymore either because everything has chips and those chips yeah. are what's going to fuck everything up, yeah. right? I would question that. I mean, I think I think they were cheaper to make and mm-hmm. so you got kind of a deep discount buying a stick, but I think everything is it's like remember when you used to buy the crank up windows and power windows was an option? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. everyone has power windows. It's sort yeah. of like that. Like you can have a manual transition or you can have automatic. That's fancy. But now everyone has automatic. But you feel like you have more control of the car when you have your own your own shifter, right? You really do. It's fun. Yeah. I like shifting. Yeah. Yeah. When I first met Fausto, he had an automatic. Because I'm, I, I'm an honorary lesbian. I speak it's for the true. lesbians. <laughs> I, you sure do. I mean, you sure do. I mean, his nickname is college. In college, by his friend was called. The, he was uh, known as the West Campus Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> that is so lesbiany. <laughs> well, it was. It was. Uh, so my friend Amy, who's like, you know, we're thick as thieves, and we yeah. met in one of those LGBT youth groups. Okay. And Amy in the 90s. In the 90s. And wow, she was, they had those back then? They, they did. did. Yeah. Excellent. And the same lesbians out, are still running it, right? Out Youth Austin. Still yeah. there. Oh, Shout oh. out. Shout out to nice. Oya, oh, yeah, Out Youth Austin. And so Amy and I would, you know, we lived on the West Campus of, of town in a, in a student co-op, which was yeah. like the liberal version of a, of a fraternity sorority, right? Very nice. We had, you know, racial diversity, not the drag queen who's white, but the, <laughs> but the <laughs> actual Rachel, Rachel diversity. Nice. And, and also, uh, you know, people of all ages and backgrounds and stuff and genders. How fun is that? And, you know, the sororities and the fraternities were mostly like white people, right? Rich yeah. white people. And yep. so my friend Amy used to point out that a lot of, that some of the lesbian sororities were like, you know, underground lesbian hothouses. Oh, the place to be. It was the place where you were not yet ready to come out of the closet, but you were yeah. like looking for some action. Nice. You got yourself in a good, you know, Lambda Pi Delta or Kappa Kappa Gamma, and you've started scissoring there. That's why it's <laughs> Lambda Pi. <laughs> <laughs> and so she came up with the thing, uh, West Campus Dyke, and I was like, so we started like a um, kind of an underground campaign of of putting, getting people to vote and, you know, uh, raising awareness against uh, rape and and AIDS and all these horrible things that were happening at the time, yeah. and and so the the but the ridiculous aspect of it was I was assigned sincerely the West Campus Dyke. 
<laughs> so it was like flyers, you know. So it was like I love a, it. it was like an underground guerrilla campaign to raise awareness for progressive issues. I feel like you have like a Forrest Gump type life. Like you <laughs> participate in so many things and have so many good stories and so many, you know, like different journeys and fun things happening all your life. Isn't that right? Well, part of it is that you bring it out in me, Maggie. I'm, I'm <laughs> a huge fan of yours. I absolutely You're fell so in nice. love with you when I first saw Dyke It Yourself. Oh, uh, wasn't that fun? That I think fun. the four other people that saw it liked it too. <laughs> well, are you going to do another season? You got to do it. I, we're talking about it. I'm actually growing the mullet back out because I think I will do one more. I mean, you got to you gotta go like, you know, where, where Dyke It Yourself has never gone f- before yeah i yeah i might i might i we might go crazy just yeah, for build fun. something to help with the scissoring to make that more possible <laughs> oh you we could totally build a mechanism and yeah. well, that would be fun it would be like an arts and crafts swing you know and the swing uh, set for the bedroom wow it, we could really do something special i feel like yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you call you know be like handy ma'am <laughs> <laughs> i like that you know that's hilarious maggie how was the state fair this year did you go oh my god yes i went and i worked the whole fair at the french fry booth what you worked there yes yep i got a job i worked there they let you off with a plow to go fry some potatoes yeah there's no snow in the summer they don't care what we do oh so you just you just lag around and i thought you cleaned up roadkill during the summer yeah we do i took time off i i took 12 days. Oh, it was 12 days long. And so I took vacation and I worked at the French fry booth and everyone's like, you're crazy. That's like 12 hour, 13 hour, 14 hour days. And then after the first day, I was like, oh my God, I might be crazy because I was so sore and so tired because it's a long day. But then I just kept going and I kind of got used to it and I really loved it. And they're like, you're going to get so sick of French fries. And by the last day they were like, are you sick of the fries? And I was like, hell no. But, you but did, did you get to enjoy the state fair, though, if you were working all the time? Yeah, I took one day and just went around the fair. And then on my breaks and stuff, I'd walk around and do stuff. So mm. it was I, still fun. I feel like the Minnesota State Fair is like a bigger deal than in other places because uh, because you uh, are right. Because like I think it's it's in the city, right? It's Isn't it by St. Yep. Paul? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right between Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yeah. So it is right there. And so it gets more of an urban crowd than I would think that most state fairs that are out in the country yet. Yeah, we only had two shootings there this year, so that was... Oh, only two? Who got shot? Only two. Uh, I don't know, some crazy kids. No, he's fine. He's fine. He's still, like, you're cute little gay. You can put him in your hand. He's so cute. (laughs) He's your little keychain. He's so small. I swear he's probably 5'3", 5'5", something like that. Oh, he's a, he's, tiny he's a hobbit. A pocket gay, they call him. Yes, a pocket gay. He's a keychain. (laughs) it's adorable what did you see at the fair though oh my gosh okay so i did spend most of my time working Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's craziness all over when they did (laughs) they did they did shoot people (laughs) the crowds like yeah there was shootings and they the crowd like stampeded i've never seen anything like it and like you turn around and there was like one shoe everywhere and a sweatshirt and like people were like running for their lives. It was insane. Oh my God. That sounds like a nightmare. That's not it very really Minnesota. No. And no. I mean, it's so it gets nasty once it gets dark. It's fine until it gets dark, but they like to, 
They like to have a little riffraff in mm. there after dark. And 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 the butterheads, how are they this year? Because I think the the big butterhead carver lady, she retired, huh? Yes, they have a new one in there, and I think the new one does the teeth better. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so for people who don't know what a butterhead is. Yeah, yeah. it's like they put like 100 pounds of butter in a big block and then they carve all the princess princess K's of the Milky Way. They carve their head out of the butter block. So every county in Minnesota has a Dairy Queen, right? Is that what she is? And then they they carve her visage, her likeness likeness into, into a bust of butter. Yes, and, and so the contest even, is how good she the bust looks or how busted the butter is. Is there a contest for it? I, because they're all done by the same well, person, aren't they? No, or, it's no? like a beauty contest sort of a thing. And so like the winner, whoever's crowned like the winner gets a bigger butterhead. You know, but it's not based on their butterheads. That's just in tribute. You and, know, And to view it, you enter into a refrigerated area. Well, you go in this building called the Milk Building and um, or the Dairy Building. I don't even know what it's called, but they have a big refrigerated case. It looks like a big gazebo that's like in plexiglass mm-hmm. that's refrigerated in the inside of it, and it twirls around so you can stand in one place and see all the different princesses. Oh, that's they will so come good. Around. Sometimes I'm so lazy and I want those butterheads <laughs> to come to me. I know, I know. We all are. We can't walk. Come on. Wait, so is this like a Disney ride where you're like, you're sitting, you're <laughs> You're sitting and they're just like, they're coming twir- at you. It's twirling around. Yeah. It's not fast. And is there you know, weird it's like music a twirling playing, restaurant. Like, we love milk. We it's love butter. It's a small <laughs> head of butter after all. <laughs> yeah, it's just a parody song about butterheads. No, I don't even know if there's a. But there's oftentimes the girl will be in there and they will be sculpting her live like they do one every day or something like that. Oh, I hope she doesn't get too cold in there. They put little mittens on her in a hat and then they have a fold over without it so they don't mess it up, you know. Oh, don't you know. Um, Yeah. I have to interrupt this podcast because you have an amazing new album that's (gasps) dropping Friday, November 25th. It's called Tougher Than a Honeybee. True story. And uh, pre-order is available, so you can uh, support lesbian comics. I don't. Please I hate do. saying support. Your listeners, I know you guys are fans of this beautiful woman. Go mm-hmm. send some money her way and pre-order. Go that. order it. Yeah, order it on pre-order it on iTunes, and then you can get. There's already two tracks available. I think there's one more coming out before it comes. You know, live on uh, Black Friday or whatever. But um, it's. It's good. It's my favorite of all my three albums, I think. Really? Why? Because it's finally good. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like there's more of a narrative and I kind of weave it together better as 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 like one big story. And Mm. it's 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 better jokes. I'm getting better as I get older. I guess well, it's very charming and it is very funny and it's very sweet. You know, you're not you're a very clean comedian. You think so? You're th- full of it. I think so for being really? a, for being very wholesome. Is very wholesome. A better, okay, better all right. I yeah. Somebody you're kind, called me. You're sweet. You're you're sweet like the butter. Somebody just compared me. They said she's like the Midwest Hannah Gatsby. Who's uh, oh that that yes is, is Hannah Gatsby the she's the, the one who quit comedy but Australia? didn't never really quit comedy. Yes, yes, yes. The yes. the one who shot the people world. Hate her because they're like she ruined comedy. <laughs> I don't. I I the jury's still out for me with her. I don't really. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting special. So for people not familiar, she's an Australian 
comic who used the the format of a comedy special to talk about really awful things that happened to her. Sorry for that noise. That was my cowbell fell. I was like, is that a sound effect? Do you have a board on you that you're just boink? <laughs> no, the cowbell was on the chair and I hit the chair and it fell off. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It but, was at a yeah. great moment. <laughs> Terrible. This is what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. And you know, like. that's a that's the sound we make when we're talking about like bullshit or lies and stuff like that. Which okay. is not fair to to associate that sound with Hannah. Oh, Kennedy. I don't know. But well, you know, I thought it was an interesting thing. I always love it when you have unexpected twists and turns, and certainly that comedy special, Nanette, was yeah. full of it, you know? Okay, I mean, not, you're not right. bullshit, but you know, twists and turns. Yeah, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. So you're not a fan of it though. I didn't say that. Well, you're, you're like you're that. like holding a pl- withholding applause there. I'm withholding affection. Oh shit! <laughs> Which is you're right. Damn. Yes. A cat no, lesbian I, comedian cat fight. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't have beef with Hannah Gadsby. That is for sure. I respect her as an artist. Mm-hmm. That's still She's withholding probably- <laughs> applause. You're like being the most diplomatic. <laughs> Without saying fuck you, Hannah Gadsby. My favorite thing to say when you don't like a comic is like, they are the nicest person. They are oh, so nice. You know They're what, so nice. You know what my friend taught me to tell, tell people when these people <laughs> perform and you don't enjoy what? their performance? What? 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 Like when they, and you have to see them afterwards after stage. You just say, yeah. you say congratulations. You really did it. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> you really did it. That's the best. I have the best story of like, okay, so comedy shows usually like host opener and then feature act and then headliner. Right. And so after the show, they're all standing together and people are like, oh my God, you were so funny. Oh my God, you were so funny. Oh my God, you were so funny. So they hit the headliner first and they're like, oh my God, you were hilarious. Then they see the feature act and they're like, oh my God, you were so funny. Then they hit the MC and they go, can you tell me where the bathroom is? Oh. Oh. Not one nice thing to say. Mm. You can always think of something. I, I, you know, Hannah Gadsby yes. has great glasses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you have something against Australians? No, she just didn't no, like that comedy I special. Love Down under, my Siri is Australian. Well, this, this is what the is? things. Yeah, Siri. Your Siri, your her voice. Oh, for her, yeah, okay. Uh, her assistant, male or yes. female? Female. And you know what's funny is mine is male. Mm-hmm. My, I think it's Chris oh. Hemsworth telling me what to do. See, it's nice. He's it's like, like a Fausto, yeah. give me a reach around. Oh, hello. Have you ever had sex with somebody who looked like Olivia Newton-John? Me? Yeah. I, did you really just ask me that question? Because I have a whole story. I want to know. <laughs> Are you well, kidding me? Well, she just died me? recently, okay, so, right? Well, yeah, no, she but, did. Yeah, but she's into Olivia Australian Newton. women, yeah. right? So that's why I'm thinking, you know. Okay, I'm going to yeah. tell you this story, and I can't believe that this organically happened. But okay, so I lived in New York for a while, and I lived on the same block as a gay bar, right? And so I would go there all the time after work. And um, this one night, I was drinking, and there was karaoke, and this woman walks in, and she looked almost exactly like Olivia Newton-John. Now, you could tell it wasn't Olivia Newton-John because she was a lot younger, right? And so I, tra- I totally started hitting on this woman, and I was like, you have to sing Summer Lovin' with me. You just have to. You just have to, oh, right? I love it. Yeah. So we get up on stage and she agrees, right? And she's singing it. And I'm like, oh, this fantasy is dying because you are the worst singer I've ever heard, right? Oh, I saw that coming. Well, of course, but I'm trying to keep it going, right? And so she uh, 
<laughs> she comes back to my house, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's on with Olivia Newton John, right? Oh and uh, so we start kissing and stuff, right? And she goes, excuse me. And then she barfed all over my bathtub. <laughs> oh. And she was done. And I was like, yeah. That's my Olivia Newton-John lookalike story. so she did a little mouthwash and then she kept on going? She was like, no, no, no. no, no." no. I was like, here's the door. I'll walk you right out. I'll walk you right back to the bar if you like. (laughs) I was was done. The fantasy was So she went from Olivia Newton-John to like The Exorcist. (laughs) It was was a nightmare. I thought when she walked in, I was like, this is going to be the best night ever. And it was... Not. It was the ops. That doesn't think about yeah. it, you know, with with uh, with Australian sex celebrity sex symbols. When you hook up with somebody who actually looks like them, they're yeah. kind of like inherently lazy. Why? Oh, I bet. Be- like I ho- hooked up with a guy who looked like Chris Hemsworth, and I was sure. like, "All right, baby. I have yet to see pictures of this, so I'm, uh, I'm listen, a little hesitant. He, it to may have it been. Happened. It may have been Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> for all we know, it could have been. You don't know. Like, he just came into my house, six foot two, looked a uh, dead ringer for Chris Hemsworth, and I'm just like, "Thank you, he's Jesus. Adorable. Thank yeah. you, Jesus." And I'm, and, and he's just like the worst sex of my life. Oh, isn't that the worst? It's such a, it's like when you meet your hero, you know, like it's when you, when you meet a celebrity that you're just in love with and they're a fucking asshole and you're and like, keep can farting I sh- on you. Oh, they're just out in And you're like, do you need oh, to go ew. to the bathroom? Do you want some oh, diapers? God. Do you want to, can we what? take a break? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. It's so disappointing. Real life is so disappointing. We need to just live in our fantasies, I guess. That's what keeps me from like, you know, pursuing more fantasies is that sometimes like my, my brain over delivers what reality is. Sure. You know, sure. and I'm like, shit in my brain, I can, I'm a time traveling. Oh, he's always fan. excited, especially for Halloween. He's just like, I'm going to dress real sexy for Halloween. Oh I'm going to have a sexy time this Halloween. And I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, you go ahead and you do that. And this Halloween. So I'm dressed up as that pinata. Everybody yeah. wants a piece of me, honey. Hell yeah. Everyone's like, I want to, I want that taste that, that candy. And yep. on Halloween, how often do you actually bring a guy home? Or never. Death? Never. So no. we're, we're at a bar and, 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 you know, people are just like, oh my God, I have a sexual fetish for a piñata, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> well, they all want to beat you up. They all want to beat me up. Well, they with kisses, you know, affectionate. Sure. It's like, you they, know. You know like, what? You know, they all want to get inside of you. There's some of these guys, you know, like Mark and I, one time we dressed up as <laughs> panda bears. Nice. You know, like furries. Sure. And people were like, I am so horny for panda bears. <laughs> and they were making out with me and like my panda bear makeup was gone by like an wow. hour into the night. You oh, know? Man. And there was guys walking around the, the streets, the bars with like blue, black and white makeup on their face. So it was like a dead giveaway that they were making out with me. Oh, but you could tell then. There was like a trail yeah. of breadcrumbs. And if so you will. We, we, I was dressed up as a piñata. Mark was wearing a, a what is that? Like a skin tight a skeleton costume. Skeleton costume. Oh, nice. Was uh, it the one in that picture you guys said? Yeah, yes. yeah. And we ran into okay. some friend of ours who are burlesque performers and very good looking guys dress up as Home Depot, like construction workers with glitter cool. and rhinestones on it. So it's like Las Vegas Home Depot. Nice. <laughs> Which nice. I thought you would appreciate. 
And then these two other guys are there and they're like asking us to go home to their house for an orgy on Halloween. Okay. And I'm, I'm, you know, because they may be less, they are actually listeners of the show, so I don't want to say bad things about it. No, you don't have to. But you know what that is? Hannah Gadsby doesn't listen to the show, so we're going to be fine there. And, and but to be, you know what? One of her best friends probably does. I was very probably. flattered by it. It was a, uh, it was great. And at the same time, I never want to do it again. <laughs> All right. Because it's That's just like, fair. you know, part of it is like people are looking at, you know, you, you have a public persona. People are fans and listening or familiar with your stuff. And I don't want to yeah. be like, I'm a big celebrity or whatever, but people kept looking at me, you know, and I'm like, and with sex, you want a little privacy, you know? Sure. Sure. And there's like Unless seven, you're an exhibitionist. seven people all staring yeah. at you going, well, now what? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm a oh, pinata. <laughs> I'm not the leader. I'm a fucking pinata, man. <laughs> Just give me a break. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> See, you do have like an adventuresome life, just like Forrest Gump. I just say yes, like you. Yes, I do that too. You I have know? a say yes policy for the most part. There's lines, there's limits, but yeah. Well, like, let's talk about the story of you proposing to your wife. That's okay. tougher than, than a honeybee in the album. True. Soon yep. to be a best-selling comedy album. No, Friday, oh November twenty-fifth. Fingers crossed. If you don't buy it, you're you're lesbophobic. Yes, I like that. Let's entrap them. Yeah, <laughs> you're a hater. You might as well <laughs> yes. be voting for Trump. Ew! Yes, get him. <laughs> Curve magazine says you're one of the funniest lesbians in America, and that is true. That is true. So you need to buy this. So the in the album you propose. To your wife now. Yes. In a theme park. Correct. At the state fair. At the state fair. Well, we both love the fair so much. It's like the thing that brought us together. We like competed with how much we loved the fair, you know? So I was like, if I'm going to ask her, I'm going to ask her at the fair, which I did. Do you but, want me to tell the whole story? Well, yeah, because it, it didn't go. Did it go as planned? Like, in, yeah. we heard this, the the special, but of course, there's always more to the story, you know. Well, no, I mean, yeah, and I I put it on the calendar. Of course, there's 12 days to the Minnesota State Fair. I put it on the calendar the first Sunday of the fair, high noon. I I put State Fair on the calendar, and she's like, why did you write State Fair on the calendar? I'm like, because we should go to the fair that day. She goes, well, we always go to the fair. And I'm like, well, we just need to go that day. (laughs) because So she knew something was up, you know, because I didn't tell her. So we're standing around, and of course, I invited all of our friends and family. I, I said, "We're gonna, I'm gonna do this on top of the giant slide, right? They have a slide. It's called the giant slide, and it is giant." Um, and so I called the giant slide people. I'm like, "Is it okay if I do this?" And they're like, "Oh my gosh, of course! We'll even tell all the employees. You can get in free. Just skip the line. We can." She goes, "We can shut the ride down for three minutes." I was like, "No, no, no! I don't want you to lose a hundred thousand dollars of revenue. We will. I'll just, you know, get in the corner and and ask her. You don't have to." shut the ride down so we go there and um i say i go okay let's go on the giant slide and she's like okay and so we go and we bypass the line and she loses it she's like we can't not pay we have to pay what are you doing we've got to pay and i was like shut up with your social justice issues let's go and i dragged (laughs) her up the stairs so we get right to the top of the stairs and there's a young worker sitting right up there right and she looks right at us and she goes oh 
Are you the engaged couple? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. She blew it. She totally blew it. I was like, not yet, you stupid dummy. And uh, But so she knew what was coming. So, yeah, I did get on a knee and I asked her and she said yes. And then they painted the slide rainbow and then we flew down and, and oh. you know, unicorns flew out her ass. It was the gayest shit you ever saw. It was great. And and, and she could have run the other direction. She- she to- she totally could have run the other direction. Because you go you go out on TikTok and all that stuff, and you see all these proposals like go wrong. Oh God, it's scary, isn't it? Some of them, you know. And I, I guess that you know, for the listeners out there, like, is there any kind of advice on trying to, you know, win someone over to marrying you, especially if you're a same sex couple? Like, win someone? Well, I mean, listen, I'm the first it? one to say yeah. I'm no expert because I am divorced now. I got divorced oh. this summer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. The correct response is congratulations. Well, congratulations for ditching that vegan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get on your meat. You start eating that meat. She's gonna you know smoke how it. much bacon I've been eating? I can't even tell you. <laughs> um <laughs> Wait, so, so you got so have you have this beautiful story, but the, yeah. the relationship didn't last. That is correct. But it was I it, mean it was we were together like seven years. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. just we 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 just we probably shouldn't have been together, but we, you know, just went in different directions and we both want kind of different things. So it just didn't work out. But it we're you know, we're still friends and it's it is what it is. It's fine. Lesbians always stay friends with their exes, don't they? Oh, for sure. That's our job. And then we sleep with other people's exes. That's how it goes. Mm. I tell everybody, if you can't, give yourself some time and then be friends with your exes because these are people who know you the best. Yeah, it's true. And if you get thrown in prison, you know, like we're watching Dynasty, the 80s soap opera with Joan Collins oh, wow. and nice. Linda Evans, who Linda Evans has amazing tits. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Like I'm oh, gay oh and I'm gosh. like, I want to have sex with Linda Evans back then. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous now. body, you know. So like she's stunning, you know. Yeah. And and the part of it is like they're all fighting, you know, because over this man, John Forsyth, you know, Blake, what is it? Cameron. Oh, yeah. But you know, and, and uh, like, it, if these were queer people, gay people, lesbians, whatever, it, 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 you know, they would be like having a group marriage, or you know. Be, sure. Because your al- your biggest allies are going to be people who you shared time and experiences together, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why the, like, for sure, the lesbian community is so tight like that. You know, everybody knows everybody and everybody's exes and they just sort of hop around a little bit, you know? Unless you're friends with Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Then, oh, wait, is Hannah Gatsby friends with Ellen? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't know. Okay, Maybe she is. Just a question. Just Ellen, a question. I don't th- you know, according to Anne Hayes, she uh she didn't like have like outside relationships. She didn't want okay. Anne Hayes to have friends. She's like, oh. I don't think I want a girlfriend that needs friends. Oh. And now look, Anne Hayes is dead. Oh my god. Did you see that video of her um after the car crash? No. Yeah, they took it down off Twitter, but it was just uh she, you know, she crashed her car. And right. then um, they had a helicopter head oh, overhead, and they're wheeling out this gurney, and like the the whole the person in the gurney is completely covered, like you don't you know because they're you know there's um, a blanket on them, and then there's um, a, you know a seat belt, or whatever safety belt on them, and then okay. just before they go to put them into the back of the ambulance, again this is from a helicopter. You're looking from video from above. She, okay. 
pops out Shut like up. a zombie and you're Shut just like what up. and then like that's the last you see her as they put her in so that's probably may have been one of her last moments of like movement because then you know she no was in a coma and then died way yeah i can't believe that that footage exists yeah. i mean i can believe it i totally can believe it but wow i had no idea mm -hmm. it was on twitter but i think uh the tweet that i saw was removed because you know it's okay. you know tragic and sad. that is sensitive absolutely yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. And, Understandable. You know, we've been friends with all kinds of like com queer comedians, right? Throughout the years, sure. we've been doing this podcast for a uh, long. We're gonna time. have our eighteenth, uh, eighteen, 18 years, years coming up in wow. February. Congratulations! Isn't that crazy? And, that's you know, amazing. Like, there's always there's about a dozen people who've been on the show who are like huge stars. Now they don't even return our calls and no. stuff. Jerks. <laughs> they act like they don't even know us. Yeah. What jerks? But jerks the, one of them was die young. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> don't be salty. They're and just busy celebrating their success. Spending. I their heard money. they're opening for Hannah Gadsby. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm gonna pound it into the ground. Okay. So so uh, we used to call joke around Ellen DeGeneres' secret lesbian pool parties. Oh. With Cameron Esposito, who's now okay. a huge, huge fucking star, you know. Sure. Will she call you back? She, no. she will. I, if I need a, if I need a favor, I will. She'll answer the phone. And she'll, yeah, she will answer my phone calls. Okay, good. She's good. nice. But okay. Last time I saw her, talked to her, I was like, so how, how how's the pool parties with Ellen DeGeneres now? Now that you're a big star, right? You're invited to yeah. them, and she's like, what what pool parties? Like all of a sudden, it became a secret. It was like it never existed, but she no knew way. about them. She talked about them on this show with us. No way. And I knew there was like things happening, you know, it just, you know, it's, it's, you yeah. know, rosy. There's some and, sort of FBI cover up in this. Well, it's just, you know, people don't want their stuff on blast. Right. That's what sure. I'm thinking. But I'm thinking, sure. I was like, now I'm just like, so we started hearing from people who worked in production that Ellen was kind of like a mean person to work for. Right. And then we had this one comedian on the show, Carly, uh, Carly Ballerini, just, yeah. okay. and she was like obsessed with the rumors that Ellen is like the biggest asshole. Sure. <laughs> In real life. After we did that podcast, everybody started coming. From it was like three weeks later. The shit oh, just no started hitting way. the fan. Like something. So we, you guys we are like the wheel. Hannibal Bress, Hannibal Bress of Cosby. We yeah. Hannibal Burrist Ellen and I, I love it. and then you know far, part of me is like you know what if you don't like Ellen don't work for her right right you right. know I mean she probably is a jerk or not if you don't like Hannah Gadsby don't go to her show yeah <laughs> or watch her Netflix specials available <laughs> or buy her DVDs yeah. or comedy albums tougher than a honeybee will be available on Black Friday pre-order it now hey did you hear about <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. No, of course, of course. Did you hear about the woman in Massachusetts? She was going to get evicted from her home, so she okay. unleashed a swarm of uh, bees on the sheriff's officers. No. Yes, yes, because they were going to evict her, and she's, she had like a stop order, like, and I guess they weren't paying attention to it, so she arrived uh, with an SUV, and it was uh, with a trailer carrying beehives, and she shook them to get the, no to, to get the bees way. to come out. Yeah, and at least one deputy was stung. No way. That's you know? kind of genius. Was right. it like an X-Men superhero kind of thing? Like the queen of the mm. bees? Nah. She's that would be a great character, by the way. That would be. We need to come up with a I good name for that. her, though. The bee lady, queen bee. Beekeeper. 
The beekeeper. <laughs> yes, I'm the beekeeper. Well, you, want, you want the word queen and the word bee. Or how about pun. queen bee? Yeah, how about queen bee or well, queen there, beekeeper? There was a stand-up comedian named Queen Bee in the 1970s who used to perform in the Chitlin circuit. Really? And her f- most famous album was The Sensuous Black Woman. Yeah, she worked with Dolomite. Dolomite, Dolomite, yeah, Rudy Ray Moore, her, right? Rudy Ray Moore <laughs> discovered her, yeah. The, the king of, the godfather of rap. And that's a wow. wonderful, wonderful comedy album to check out. It's not necessarily, like Hannah Gadsby, <laughs> it's not necessarily a comedy album, it's, it, although it is funny, but it's literally an, inst- an audio, inst- it's a 45-minute audio, two-sided album on how to make sex, make love to a black man from the perspective of a sensuous black woman. Yeah, it's okay. called a sensuous black woman, the sensuous black woman, right? And she says things like, girl, shit has hit the fan. Shit on that love-making scene. It's shitty and raggedy as sauerkraut. Now, women today don't know how to please a man, and they're even worse, they don't know how to please themselves. So she goes on in graphic detail. Is that verbatim? Because that was yeah, pretty excellent. That I, I was have pretty it memorized. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm gay. Really? We had it on an album, didn't we? Have an album or a cassette? We had it. We, uh, you know, I'm, in the '80s and '90s, like drag queens love to lip sync to that. That's awesome. And and it was just, it's just outrageous. And and it's it'll it'll melt the paint in your home. Wow. And it'll leave you exhausted, just wow. like having sex. I love it. Good sex will leave I'm you exhausted. Into it. I love that. And Queen B, uh, she also, I believe she may have uh, had a guest appearance on Sanford and Son. Okay. Comedian. Uh, her, uh, her offstage ma- name was, oh God, what is her name? Is uh, Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I is it remember. too much? Is it too, I'll turn no, it down. No, no, that's fine. You can turn it up. <laughs> okay. Listen, bully her. Well, no. I don't know. Do you want to bully her? I wouldn't bully her, but Hillary Clinton might bully her. <laughs> so her name, uh, La- Lady Reed, she also, she had like a lot of stage names and stuff. Okay. You know? So it's like. Different characters. Yeah. And so she's actually That's portrayed cool. in the, the My Name is Dolomite um, by Divine Joy Randolph. Oh, nice. But, uh, you know, if you, are you a fan of like 1970s and 80s? Black Chitlin Circuit comedians. She is like one of the top 10, in my opinion. And she just, her, you know, this is the thing, like in the history of stand-up comedy, people, people expect like delivery and punchlines and jokes. Back then yeah. they were just like, I sucked those dicks and I loved it. And I'm like, there's no punchline whatsoever. <laughs> it's just standing on a stage ranting about sex. That would be fun. You have to have punchlines now, but I wouldn't mind ranting and ranting and ranting. I want to travel back in time and just be like, you know, you have an ass so nice. I could eat it with strawberry ice. As a banana Ugh. split, it would be a sheer delight. I could eat your ass for breakfast, lunch, dinner, even in the middle of the night. And if I had to eat your ass plain, it would still be out of sight. Thank you. Now, was that yours? That is mine. That, that was beautiful. Me trying to channel Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> It was beautiful. It was very beautiful. And, you know, and, and like Rudy Ray Moore inspired uh, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and all these like, you know, epic uh, stand-up comedians. So God, that's amazing. Yeah. And he was uh, bisexual or possibly even gay. We just don't yes. know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We don't know. Everyone was probably gay. We just don't know. Well, it's like Nell Carter. She was outed after her death. 
She was gay? She was de- She was in a, le- a lesbian relationship with a woman. I bet she was. And she's like, you know. No wonder it liked her. Yeah, you, you asked her to give her a break. and uh, Give me a break, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a break, because I sure need one. I don't really know how it goes. I, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Maggie, uh, yes. holidays are here. So yes. from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas, New Year's Eve, and even Easter, Valentine's Day, there's a lots of arts and crafts happening. And you're okay. the... You're our, our crafty, crafty beaver. beaver. Mm, I like that term a lot. Which I have to apologize for not. You, you did send me a beaver fever. Beaver, what was a beaver fever t-shirt? t-shirt. Yeah, beaver fever. Yep. And I just, I, I put it in a pile to mm-hmm. pose with it and I couldn't mm-hmm. find it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. It's somewhere mm-hmm. around. But I want to plug the shirt. It's still available for sale on your website. Yeah. You can buy it. And, it's called Beaver Fever. Beaver Fever. And at, mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your website? Extreme Maggie. I'm Extreme Maggie on everything. On TikTok. dot com. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get the Beaver Fever t-shirt. And it's ridiculously cheap. It's $20. Ridiculously yeah, it's $20. cheap. I've been up on them at shows. I've been going 25 at shows. Yeah, but you yeah, deserve you it. Still, thank you. But for the listeners of the show, you're dropping the price to $20. For that a is short correct. time period. Now. $40 shipping and handling. But yeah, $20. It's not I'm, like, just, I'm just kidding. You're like Ron Popeil of lesbians. <laughs> yeah. Set it and forget it. He's like, but wait, there's more. But wait, there is more. So if you With buy that, you can get a free sticker. Okay. If no, you I'm buy sure. the album, do you will yes. you and you mail it like the CD? Will you We don't mail have it? any hard copies? You don't? No, we're only doing digital downloads. Just digital, it's man. just digital. Okay. Yeah, they we won't could, even let me. Maybe we'll record this anymore. tape on a cassette and send it to you for a hundred bucks or something, right? Yeah. You yeah. Do, you, you do an, uh, a Hannah Gadsby uh, comedy out special where you're like complaining about your life and <laughs> like I went to the grocery store and I waited think, in line for four hours. Do you think Hannah Gadsby would open up for me for that? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, uh, wait, wait a minute. I hope, I hope she's not like Hannah is like pathologic or sociological or what? sociopathic or anything. I can feel she's, it coming she's from gotta be, She's got to be pretty smart. I yeah. don't think she's, she's got to be a decent human being. I just, you know, there's certain things you like and certain things you don't like as much. <laughs> and she's one of those things. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when you mix Skittles and M&M's and you yeah. go to get some chocolate and it's fruit or vice versa. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, you didn't, it, it, they're both delicious, but it's not what you expected. Correct. And that's Correct. where the, the devil lives. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's no nougat inside. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, a twig. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's void and empty of all goodness. Wait a minute. That went too far. <laughs> that went way too far. There's goodness in everyone. I know. I Nobody is beyond well. redemption. I'm not saying I wouldn't like her as a human person. Mm-hmm. How about that? But you just okay. wouldn't want to uh, share a comedy stage with her. Mm, or maybe that's probably do. right. I mean, if she asked me to open, I would say how much. And that's how the <laughs> conversation would go. Maggie, are you are you a user at Twitter? Do you use Twitter? I'm not very frequent on Twitter. No. I I will say, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, more TikTok. So you'll probably TikTok. just stay with Twitter even though it's being owned by Elon Musk. Oh god. I it, it, I don't even care. 
I don't no. even care. It's so stupid. Well, I heard yeah. Kathy Griffin got banned. Is that true? She got banned for imitating Elon Musk. Uh, but it's she got banned like, for can... imitating him. She just changed her name to Elon Musk to piss him off. Okay. And he and banned her. It. And then she got on her mother's yeah. account and she's like, I'm back from the grave. Fuck you, Elon Musk. I love Musk. it. You know? I love that. <laughs> Good. Good. Because well, how can you have Trump and not have Kathy Griffin? Well, this is the thing. Well, like, fascism. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's stupid. It might be time to jump ship. But, you know, like, we never really put a lot of energy into Twitter. So us, like, saying, like, we're going to okay. quit Twitter is like, you yeah. know, say calling your ex that you haven't seen in 20 years and be like, I'm breaking up with you. And you're like, what? Right, you know? right. Well, some yes. people can't call their ex from 20 years ago because they're dead. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, you know, we, uh, we like were, we were the adopters like of Twitter. Like Ellen's ex. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We just brought a full I did, circle. My first boyfriend, I we just found it. out, like last week, I just found out he died in the springtime. People die every day. You know? Halloween. This episode's coming out posthumously. <laughs> well, I hope you're a But you know, we were early adopters yeah. of Twitter because the people that started Twitter were podcasters and they had a podcast directory and they, really? and they discovered, hey, this RSS feed could be used for a lot of different things that these podcasters are using it for. And so they got onto Twitter. So we got out early. I actually had the Twitter handle insults because there was because huh. there was so many people just using Twitter as a way to insult people. I was just like, ah, I'm just going to register insults. And so I put some insults out there and then I kind of let it lag. And then somehow some Russian bot took it over. I was never able to get it back. Uh, they use it for porn. And that's OK. Yeah. And I, I see a lot of that's porn okay. on Twitter. You know, if, okay. if, 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 if let's say like, you know, for one reason or another, Mark and I got sick and FISAFun.com got taken over by some like, you know, awful person. At least yeah. they're using it for porn and not like, you know, Bitcoin or some bullshit like that. Mm. For you sure. Know? For sure. Porn's and, better. And so if you go to like the Internet Wayback Machine and you go to like, you know, Twitter.com slash insults, you can see Mark's status updates from 2008. That's crazy. Oh, from 2000 what? 2008. Oh, wow. Is that when it started, Twitter? Something. So I think around that time, yeah. Yeah, it might have even been earlier, 2006. So here's so. Mark's. Insults. No, don't. Do you want oh, to read them? Here we no, go. I'm yes. gonna be embarrassed. This is from 2008. Oh, I'm gonna These are never. These are deleted from Twitter because they're being used for, for porn. Oh my god. And this are. This is. Uh, I've never read these on the show, so I want your honest. Oh. Boo it or applaud it. Okay. So now we're going wait. Back is this 14 just years. like? Is this just like roasts of people it's or roasts. And stuff like that? Okay, it's I like complete roast like, to anonymous people, like bullying roasts. So you can use this as a stand-up, con like if you're going to go to you know one of the Comedy Central roasts, you can steal these jokes. Okay, perfect. All original. Okay. Okay, so the first one: if you always do what you always have done, you'll only have what you have now, which is nothing. <laughs> and that's original. You that's just original. wrote that. Mark wrote wow. all these. That was probably that's a response amazing, to something. The amazing, Mark. The thing I like about our relationship is the distance between us. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. If all the world's a stage, I think they're booing you. You might want to get off the stage now. <laughs> Did they're I really not write bad. that? I wrote all these. They're not bad. I love to love, but also love to hate you. I will choose hating you better. Um, <laughs> stupid is as stupid does. And boy, you are busy. Uh, that's good. That's not bad. That's like a, a high school jab right there. Uh, they say good always comes from something bad. So because today is very special, we're going to pretend it's true for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
These are great. Did I say that? They're he wrote clever. all these. They're Ouch. clever. An ounce of prevention is good, worth a pound of cure, and that is why I won't meet you for coffee. <laughs> That one. That's not bad at all. No. Uh, Where's your cowbell? Ding the cowbell. Yeah, really. That's a good one. Yeah. There it is. There we go. Life is a bitch, and then you die. I hope you're next. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Cold blooded. Yeah. You. It's Twitter, not. What is it? You Twitter. You Twitter. You tweet. That's not very good. Boo. Yeah. You have all those muscles, and you're still ugly. <laughs> 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 You're so dumb when they put a dunce cap on you, you accessorize it with idiot earrings and stupid sunglasses. <laughs> that is that is, that could use some words. Yeah. I'm not I may that. be a jerk, but it ain't over till the fat lady sings. I don't even see you on the stage yet. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, that was a good one. Uh you're so trashy, your cum tastes like a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how to react. Uh, you're such a bottom. The Titanic hit your ass on the way down. That one's good. Yeah. I used that one before. On and uh, okay. last but not least, it's Pilates, not pies and lattes, you fat fuck. Which is actually a t-shirt we sell on our website, feastofun.com slash store. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ding, ding. That is this, that's amazing. This archive of rottenness. But I you like know, it. it took me to a dark place, so I had to put it away because, you know, I'm, you know, my parents are from Minnesota. I'm like you. I'm Minnesota nice. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to live in that. I know that the space. feeling. This is like Have Mr. I said Rogers. One mean thing about one person named Hannah Gatsby tonight. Have I said one mean thing? No. no. See? You I just said you didn't I, like her. I just, no, and I didn't say that. I said, I brushed around <laughs> it. I no, was very you, political You hummed it in hard. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the like Minnesota way of like, you're getting out of it. But this is like Mr. Rogers after dark. Like it's like you know, totally. It's like totally. the dark side of Mark Feeling. And you know, there's an actual subreddit, uh, d- d- like says Feast of Fun sucks. You guys can follow it. Oh wow! And it's basically it's like 14 year old girls like hating us because we interviewed like RuPaul's Drag Race drag queens, and they're yeah. like, "You said ask them a wrong question or you offended them," blah, 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 you know. And and all our straight friends find it, and they are howling with laughter. Oh, I bet it's hysterical. But for us, it was like it hurt us when it when we found out about it. We were like, "Oh, nobody loves us." But then they also posted Isn't one of my nudes, and I was people... like, "Hey, that's not too bad." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sad when you like feel like someone doesn't like you and is being mean? I don't like that. Well, it hurts. You, well, how do you think people? Hannah Gatsby feels? Like, oh, Maggie? Jesus! Oh, Hannah Gatsby has enough people loving her. She's fine. <laughs> she's got a bank account that loves her. I'm I sure. mean, come on, she's got so many zeros <laughs> behind it. She's going to be just fine. Yeah. So do you have ever rubbed someone the wrong way? Because your comedy is so wholesome and you're so sweet. And I'm sure there's like somebody out there who's like, you know, Maggie Ferris sucks. Sure. I'm sure. MaggieFerrisSucks.com. Let's see. But I bet that's. Uh, No, it's not taken. I'm going to buy it right now. Okay, great. (laughs) Let's start a subreddit. But have you ever run into like, you know, negative feedback or had fear that like one joke went too far or anything like that? Or You know what? I think uh, I have no idea who says what behind my back, you know, so yeah. there could be all kinds of people not enjoying it or hating me or whatever. I don't really know. Um, 
But I have had feedback about, like, because I do a New Year's Eve show here in town, and I do a gay pride show here in town, and I try to keep it very diverse and interesting and whatnot, but sometimes people don't like who I've booked, and they don't, maybe they're not PC enough, or who knows, the other way. So I've had a lot of feedback about that and then I do one joke that I god I have to I it's not (laughs) to me it's so funny but when I tell it people get really offended so now I'm dying to know what it is well I say (laughs) I talk a little bit about um butch femme couples and how I usually end up in a traditional butch femme relationship and I say but it's hard now because all the butches are turning into dudes And I tell you what, there is a little bit of truth to it, a little nugget of truth, but people get very mad at it. So Mm. you can't say it anymore. I had a friend of mine who for, you know, over two decades. Yeah. Identified, presented as Butch Dyke. Yeah. And then the other day they reached out to me under their new name. And they were just like asking me all these like fitness and bodybuilding questions and hormone replacement therapy yeah. questions. And I was just like answering them like I would answer anybody. And, sure. then, and, you know, and this friend of mine had the most irreverent, rotten sense of humor. Nice. Fun. <laughs> so, so this is something they would have said to themselves. And I said, oh, you're a dude now. Yes. Yes. And they were like, I've always been a dude. And I was like, look, I'm just kidding. You know, yes, yes. We're old friends. This is not something I would tell anybody. Right, right, right. And they were, you know, and I was like, call me. I'm dying to talk to you. Like, I haven't seen you in like five or six years. And now you're out of a new name. You're presenting under your authentic gender. It's like, this is a big deal. Yes, and, they were and like, I'm not saying a judgment it. about they're, it. They're hurt by it. They're, they don't want to talk to me because well, of because that. you you know you've been friends. With, they transitioned four years ago, and you're just noticing now. Well, because they moved to another city. I haven't talked to them, you know, for I years. I mean, I think that's fair. There has to be some sort of like learning point and learning curve to like I had a friend that I knew way before transitioning and so I still make mistakes sometimes because I've known them so long as that gender you know what Mm -hmm. I mean there has to be some sort of like grace period of coming around you know what I mean I I, I, I'm never doing it maliciously or yeah. on purpose or anything like that, but that's how I've known you for so many yeah. years. So it's going to take me a minute to remember. And to I, yeah, I'm the same. I fuck up people's gender all the time, and I'm just you know I, I'm just I apologize or just quickly move on and correct myself yeah. and just move on. But well, here's the solution. Man, there's nothing like uh, getting pissing somebody off when you call like a straight girl like hey god hey girl to a straight guy. I and They're know. just like, what did you say? Well, and I'm so ingrained in hey guys, what's up? What's up guys? What are you guys doing? What yeah, it's and, a very Midwestern oh, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's so. It's the I, yeah. I have. I'm trying to replace it with folks, but yes. it just doesn't feel right to me. And I'm trying, and it's you very have to use the difficult. Texas y'all. That's a mm-hmm. nice, fun one. That's funny. But hey, uh, y'all. Here, here's the thing. So you know how there's a swear jar, and you have to put a corner in it. Yes. You, you create a misgender jar. I could do that. And so anytime you misgender somebody, you put a quarter in it. Or dollar, I would do that. And then and you then donate it to it like to it? the Transgender Alliance or something like I that. I would do that. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. I would do a dollar. Yeah, put I a dollar in the, in the misgender jar. Idea. Because even though, okay, that joke that I just said, <laughs> it is not judgmental. It's yeah. just sort of what's happened, the way we've gone, you know, but people take it as so negative and, and, and mean. But it is not meant to be cruel or mean or anything. It's just... Uh, 
meant to be an observation, I guess. So, so you're not before we uh, we got so off track with Hannah. Yes. Thank you, Hannah Gatsby. God, how dare she! Always sabotaging my show. From I mean, she just took over, didn't she? <laughs> so she you're in, you're an arts and crafts expert. Yes. And like for me, one of the, I never step foot because I'm part vampire and I die when I step inside oh. a church, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> that happens. But uh, I love to go to the arts and crafts fairs that churches have. Oh, yes. Oh yes. And just look at the shit. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love the stuff that like old people have time to sit around and make, you know? Yeah. And to like me, your like, God's eyes and your God's eyes is popular. Yep. And you're mm -hmm. like, um, what do you call those things that you take out of the oven so you don't burn your hand? Shrinky dinks. Oh, no, no. That's <laughs> oven mitts. Oven mitts. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oven mitts is what I was thinking of. But I do appreciate a good shrinky dink too. Have you, did you know that you can take like to go containers, those plastic acrylic ones? What? And and draw on them with transparent uh, sharpies, and then you put so them in a toaster like, oven on a low heat setting, and they shrink like shrink. They're basically the shrinky dink. No way! And those are free. And those are free. And then you can upcycle, make your own people. Let's upcycle your decorations or window treatments. I love it. Yeah, I would try that. Um, then uh, there's the the Hershey Kisses foil wreaths or candy cane wreaths. Ooh, I haven't seen those either. So it's a cardboard circle, like a donut, wrapped in okay. foil. And then they take two-sided sticky tape, and they put uh, Hershey's Kisses on them. I bet that is fun. And I used to I do those as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> You did? Yeah, yeah. I so totally. it's super fancy. Well, you know, and you get the Hershey Kisses and the Christmas decoration colors. But then you get people stealing your kisses. Well, that's what it's for. It's that you rip it off and you eat yeah, it. Yeah, steal all the kisses you want, Maggie. You know you're what? You're a single lady now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, you're not. But Man, no, you move I have fast. a nice. I know. I'm a lesbian. We, you know, we were already moved in. That's you're, not. You're true, like but. Beyonce, like to the left. To the, I have another woman coming in here in a minute. <laughs> Excuse me. Could you move? Yeah. No. <laughs> you're like oh. hearing. You know what uh, arouses lesbians the most? <laughs> what the sound? Beep. <laughs> that is a brilliant joke right there. So you, it's yours. It's, I give I like it to it. you. Can you take it? Beep, beep. I will take it. That's this belongs to you, funny. Maggie. I freaking love it. It's, it's very an early funny. Christmas present. Uh, thank you. You're so kind. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> um, popcorn balls. What's your thoughts okay. on popcorn, popcorn garland, popcorn anything for, for I'm holidays? I'm a big fan. Big fan. Popcorn is so elegant and so affordable for everyone. Well, what about insects and mice? The, and the key, the key to, to making like a nice popcorn um, garland for your Christmas tree, yeah. you, you pop the corn one day <laughs> and then you, 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 you thread it the next day. Because if you Perfect. try and thread it the day of, it just falls apart it and breaks. Crumbles. It, it, crumbles it crumbles and it's hard. Yeah. And then you if need you, a little bit of humidity you, in there. Yeah, you need so it needs to uh, kind of like get stale a little bit or what it needs to. Yeah, and then also now, too, you go. You got to get some fresh cranberries in there yep. too to popcorn, really make it popcorn, seasonal. Cranberry, popcorn, 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 cranberry, popcorn. Then popcorn, 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 cranberry. Then back to popcorn, popcorn, cranberry. It's like the rosary. <laughs> but the popcorn. <laughs> but yes. so, so doesn't the cranberry juice get on the popcorn? There's no juice. 
It's a berry. No, they're hard cranberries. They're hard, okay. Yeah. They're very hard. Because I'm thinking here, you know, like ocean spray shit. Listen, if you already have mice, you're going to have a mice problem with your stuff. So if you don't have mice, you're not. it's not going to like attract mice. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I want you to weigh in on this. This is a trend that's happening for, you know, because we're in a bad economy now. Oh, we are? Yeah, yeah. People Inflation. are like, people are fucking crapping in their pants. Like, they're, they're worried about tomorrow, the, the way people vote. Mm. If you haven't voted yet, this is your last chance to vote in history. I'm voting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know. We're not going to, we're going to be encapsulated soon. Is that a word? I don't know. This may up. be the last time anyone can vote in the United States. So oh, use it. God. What a it. nightmare. All right. Um, so, so because of the economy and, and you know, gloom and doom, uh, people yeah. are saving money instead of buying Christmas trees. They're doing two dimensional Christmas trees. Oh, like projecting it on the wall or something. So they're cutting uh, a Christmas tree shape out of paper or cardboard or whatever, and and tacking onto the wall, and then they're they're uh, you know hanging their decorations and the star on the wall on the cardboard. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Do what you need to do. You know, so it's like a like a some people like cut it out of wood and paint it green. Yeah, and it's very practical for like small apartments. Like so, it's sure like sure. IKEA is selling them now. Oh, and then you can use it again and again, I bet. Yeah, yeah. So it's recycling. I mean, I'm okay with that. I am getting a damn real tree this winter because I haven't had one in years and I really want one. But I'm okay with that. If it works for you and it looks nice and you enjoy it and it's, you know, in your budget, go for it. I think that's great. This happened to us one time is that Mark and I, we waited till like the last minute to buy a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. And normally we don't ever get a Christmas tree. Okay. Like we we're you know we're broke ass. <laughs> I hear well, we you. don't have a lot of room. We go home for the holidays, so there's sure, a lot sure. of reasons why we don't get Christmas trees. And so we went to like the the place that sells the Christmas trees, and the guy's like, "Hey, come over here. You have cash?" And we're like, "Yeah, we have cash." <laughs> yeah, I give you this three hundred dollar Christmas tree for like sixty bucks. No way. And we're like, because it was like. I think it was like the 23rd of December or something I don't, like that. Uh, no, oh, no way. we got it early. But the thing is that it was weirdly shaped, too, though. It was weird. Yeah, but it like was pregnant. big. It was, yeah. Maggie, this Christmas tree was probably, t- the you know, from the floor to the ceiling. Wow. And it took up, uh, I don't know, 12 feet in diameter. Like, oh, it, my God. And I was like, what are we doing with this tree? So we're, hilarious. we're we put up this tree. We don't even have the decoration. We're like, it's like, you know, basically our house now smells like a, you know, a forest, a forest. Beautiful. Or, or a Lesbians Home Depot Christmas aisle, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I would just come walking in your house. And we had a party and, and all our friends are just looking at us like, well, somebody's doing well, for themselves. <laughs> no way. Because they thought we had an expensive Christmas tree. Sure, it's three hundred dollars retail. And I'm like, it's a it's a tree that's missing its back half. <laughs> Don't twirl it around. There's always a good side to a tree, though. I mean, it's like yeah. when you take a picture, you have a good side and a bad side. Same with the tree. There's always an angle where it looks funny, so you always have to turn it to its best side. And I was just I was just worried that it would catch on fire and kill us all. But it didn't, did it, it? It did not. It was a Christmas miracle. Listen, it was the 23rd of December. You only had to water it one day. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on bath bombs as presents? Eh. Eh. 
It's so passe. You can be more creative than that. You can work a little harder than that. What's a good do-it-yourself present idea? Do you know what I did one year? I made, well, this is a little more than just like um, beginner level. But I took like pieces of glass. I cut pieces of glass and I put old photographs of people in there. And then I soldered around the edges. And it made like a really pretty Christmas ornament of like old photographs. That was fun. Oh, so you made like picture frames. Yeah, yeah. That you know, that's a. I saw a Martha Stewart episode where they took pecans and they hot glued them into a picture frame, and it looked nice. How cute is that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you can do yeah. anything. There's so much out there on the internet of people who have already thought of it. You know what I mean? So there's like a million ideas for cheap, easy, fun stuff to do to create. Um, our thumbprint mice passe. <laughs> what are thumbprint mice? <laughs> She's laughing because she gets it. Thumbprint mice. Thumbprint mice are adorable. So are you we, making homemade cards with them? Yeah, yeah. You make a home a gift card oh, or something. So you take a, so a thumbprint, you put it on there, and then you draw you, little ears and mice. And, listen, I know that you have put in some effort because you're going to walk around with a dirty thumb the rest of the day. So I know <laughs> that you're trying, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Knitted uh, toilet paper covers. What? Oh, that's too much. I mean, that's kind of fun. It's kitschy. It's fun, but it's. I'm not going to have that in my bathroom. Okay. It's like a little old lady thing. You don't see them around yes. very much anymore. Yes. That was it's popular like, a like in the cover. 50s or 60s or 70s, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, serenity so if you prayers. Decorate old school. Yeah. So, serenity prayers is in, 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 in you know like the old lady equivalent of that, like letting go. What does letting go mean? You know? What do you mean? Like, do you want it all framed up? And are you supposed yeah, to put it on like your wall? Nish, okay, nish, don't, give me, don't give me anything to put on my wall that is like advice. Okay, I don't <laughs> need anyone telling me how to live my life. If I want to buy that for myself, I will, but then I probably won't because I don't want that on my walls. I hate all those things that tell you how to live life. Footprints in the sand. I mean, that's a classic. <laughs> I wanted to do uh, footprints in the sand, but like it's like wet footprints in a gay bathhouse. Oh, see, you could do so much with that. And you're like, and I was looking I for, so for a man and I saw one set of footprints. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I'm to finish it. I'm already in love with it. <laughs> All you got to do is sit down and with a piece of paper and write that and just keep rewriting it until it works. You will you will figure it out. If you don't, I will. Okay. Please. You, send me a message you have you to write the it. joke for me. Okay. So I'll I gave you the beep. beep. <laughs> yes. We'll trade. Okay. I'll write that for so you. So we're doing like, like a, a joke exchange. Okay. That's perfect because I love assignments like that where you have to be creative, but within parameters. So that's wet footprints on the floor. Okay. Okay. I was I was looking for a man and I, I was it was he was carrying me all along. I don't even know what the hell the footprints in the sand even means. It's where Jesus started carrying you. So it was like you were you suffering. Only, there were two, yes, and there were two sets of footprints, and then all of a sudden there were one. And that's where God started carrying you or some shit like oh, that. Oh, I see, because you felt like you had been abandoned. Right. Sure. Sure. And now Jesus you is know doing that the Jesus heavy lifting. Gave you a piggyback ride in the beach. Oh, that sounds so romantic. It's kind of gay, it isn't it? It probably is. You yeah, they probably just, and he could walk you sex. out on the water, right? 
Well, he totally could have done that, but he chose not to. So he's the one who's a jerk for not using all of his powers. Yeah. It's like if you turn water. And this is from that uh, new uh, Jewish comedian. He has a special called Jew. Okay. On on, on uh, YouTube, which I recommend everybody watch it. It's fabulous. And Is he, it better than Tougher Than a Honeybee? Available it's, it's, on iTunes? It's uh, equal. Oh, okay. All right. And I guess Kanye West re like complained about it. No, he loves Jewish people. And loves them. God. <laughs> and so now it has 1.5 million views. Love it. I love it. I love when shit like that backfires on people, you know? Yeah. And Good so, for him. And, and so um so he um forgetting his name after Ari Shafir. Oh sure. And so it's brilliant. And he's like saying like well, you know, if Jesus turned uh, water into wine, be like, was it rosé? Was it a Cavignon Sauvignon Blanc? Nice, nice. <laughs> That's funny. So you could be like, you know, is it champagne? Is it worth it? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Is, is it a good kind of wine? Or is it a cheap kind? Is it box wine? Right. You know. Use your powers for yumminess, would you? Yeah, make a sangria. Thank you. Get to work, Jesus. <laughs> or, or turn him into like one of a margarita machine. Oh my gosh, for sure. <laughs> what a party that would be. You're walking on the water, you're drinking margaritas, you're getting piggyback rides. This is the best day ever. Well, you know, a lot of lesbians are shocked to find out that in gay bathhouses, they have yeah. a a drinking fountain. Then instead okay. of water, it's, it uh, has a mouthwash. mouthwash. Well, they have a oh, drinking the, uh, fountain next to it as yeah. well. So, okay, yeah. I did not know that, but it doesn't surprise me. It's probably that's genius. Because you know, you're you're sucking dicks for like five or six hours. You sure. want a little mint in there. You you want to freshen up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody does. Understandable. Because I, I I believe me, I've I've been around some people, and I'm just like, honey. Oh boy. That's. I mean, you uh, might yeah. meet some people whose hygiene skills could be questionable. You don't know. You know, you don't know everyone. Yeah, they have to. You're not stay reading clean. their resume. You're not interviewing them. Well, and I just don't want you know. Uh, say it, don't spray it. You know, the, I don't want. Sure. I don't want to smell every person you've been with. Ugh, girl. You also want some fresh as a daisy. Yes. Or at least smelling like, like it. Give, like you, give me a Sven Sundgard. Oh, you Sven. can tell he has good hygiene or good breath. You know, I I, I measure yes. someone's Excellent. sexual appeal based on their breath. As you should. Like if you hook if you hook up with a woman, you know, and you're like, you know, she smells like she doesn't brush her teeth. Ugh, ugh, right. Right. Ew. And then you give her a, st- a stick of Hannah Gat. You and Hannah Gatsby are going on a date together. Oh God, <laughs> do we have to? <laughs> and you're like, you know, have some gum, and, she, and then she talks about you in her special, like you're. <laughs> I can't wait for that day. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, I hope that if she hears this, that she's not like. You know, she's taking like, her phone. She's not going to hear it. And by the way, I have nothing against Hannah Gatsby. I she's probably a lovely, lovely person. I just prefer something a little punchier. That's all. That's, That's all. it. It's just yeah. not your taste. Exactly. Some people like you know some kind of food, and other people don't. Don't you know? It's not that you're yucking yes. someone else's yum. Not at all. And I'm really yeah. proud of all of you for liking her because hey, we need more. I don't know. I'm trying really hard here. (laughs) 
She's you don't great. have to try. You don't All have right, to try. Time. Well, best of I'm luck done. with the album. It's coming out November 29th. So 25th. Yes. 25th, I'm sorry. Black Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. Tougher than don't. a honeybee. You guys are the best, and I really appreciate everything. Buy it for the lesbian in your life or the non-lesbian in your life. Yeah, Send do it. it their way. And it's eco-friendly. It? Yeah. Yes, no packaging whatsoever. Or maybe you can send some packaging. Well. You could like crumpled up some tissue and ma- put in the mail. Do you know what? I found the biggest <laughs> roll of um, bubble wrap on the side of the highway. It's literally like four feet tall and three feet wide. Did you take it home? <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. It's in my apartment right now. So for people that don't know, you drive a plow for the Department of Transportation or one of the yes. departments and also you pick up stuff like dead litter. animals and yep. litter on the highway. Yep, that is true What's story. the weirdest thing you ever found on the highway? Oh my God. I found, we found guns. We found, I found a Ziploc of pot one time. Did you get to keep I it? Found, I could have kept it, but I didn't. Um, I found a double-ended dildo once. I found human feces many, many, many times. I've found, there's so much weird shit you find. I found, there's a million, I found a million cell phones for sure. Tools, people drop tools all the time. But have you Um, found a dead body? No, but you know what? Our sister shop in Minneapolis found uh, garbage bags with body parts not long ago. Like, this is like two weeks ago, you guys. Yeah. And what do they do? Why? They call the police. And the, and the police came in, and, and they were probably a suspect. Do we know what's? Do we know what's happened? Well, I I would imagine someone got murdered and chopped up and dumped on the side of the road. But I mean, there could be some other scenarios. Hope it's not but Hannah that's, Yatsby. God, God. <laughs> stop that. No, but so so did your friend? Was your friend like a suspect? Because they'd be like, yeah, you found it, but. No, I mean, I think it's the same as like when a hunter comes upon a body. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just happen to be in that circumstance. Of course, they're probably going to check you out. But, you know, you're just working, doing your job and, and something like that happens. It's You might, you know, I, I, I bet they were questioned. I'm sure they were questioned. But I, I doubt, you know, I don't think they did it or anything. They're like, did you know the person? Like, no. Well, right here on Facebook, it shows that you were on vacation together. This is a movie now. This is a made for TV. It's a Law and Order episode. I love it. Dun dun. Dun, dun, dun. I've always wanted to be a dead body on Law and Order. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, because you don't have to memorize lines. You just lay there. Ah, that would be ideal. And you get paid scale. Not you get paid because you get paid if you have lines. So it's better to have lines. It might be the best job ever, though, because you don't have to memorize the lines. uh, uh, Two people that I know, I I think uh, uh, Leah Delaria and Jack McEnroth, also been a guest on the podcast, uh, they both been dead bodies on Law & Order. That is is amazing. And I, kudos to them. Kudos to them. What a wonderful role. That's the ultimate, like, you know, in in the past, it was like being a guest on the love boat. (laughs) (laughs) You know you've made it when? When you're on the love boat, but now it's like a dead body on Law and Order. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so good. I hope that one day you're a dead body on Law and Order, Maggie. Oh my God, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. You're so kind. <laughs> appreciate that so much. Uh, happy holidays to you. 
And to you guys, I love your pinata costume. That was fantastic. You know what? I'm, I think I'm going to, it's no, no longer Halloween. It's pinata ween. Oh, and that, and you've got the yeah. word ween in it, which is always fun. Yeah. Mine. My <laughs> Take my ween, will Take you? Take my ween. Take my ween, please. Yeah. Pinata ween. You, it's a reverse um, pinata. You stuff it with candy and then it, uh, and then it goes explodes away. Explodes later. Then it explodes later. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> Gross. What was in that candy? Oh, oh I shouldn't be oh. taking candy from strangers. <laughs> oh boy. But you know, people were really nice. They were like, no, you can eat this. It's 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 wrapped. You know, they were like really worried they were gonna poison me. That's so sweet. And they're so they're going out of their way to explain the, the, the candy's not poison. That would make me more suspect though. Well, if they were going really out of nice. their way. They were okay. really they were All young right. kids, you know, at a, at a club. All of them. You know, enjoy. They're like you only live once. Heterosexual. You know, in the in the history of it all, how many razor blades have really been found in candy? The, you know, the person like, who's most likely zero. to poison your Halloween candy, your dad, is your parents. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, they're evil. <laughs> so don't <laughs> eat the candy your parents put out for you. Otherwise, no. you're gonna be fine. Strangers. Yeah. Stranger is no danger. Stranger That's danger. That's what I always say. Are you are you getting together with your new girlfriend for Thanksgiving? I am. I am. She yeah. has two children of her own, and so we're all going to sit down and eat Aww. together. And it's not going to be vegan this time. No, we're eating a big, fat turkey. Hot. Boom. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably eat pizza or something. And then afterwards, it. you're going to stuff her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> like, and then Christmas comes and New Year's Eve and the same present. And I'm going to stick her onto the wall like a Christmas tree. Wait a minute. Where are we going with this? A two-dimensional right. Christmas tree. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. I'll flatten her out. Yeah. Like Flat Stanley. <laughs> the uh, kid's book. Oh. Flat do, girlfriend. Do you remember that book? Mm-hmm. He solved Did, the crime. Isn't that where they... Isn't that where they like took him all over the world too and like took pictures of Flat Stanley? They did. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. yeah. So for people not familiar with this, <laughs> sorry we're going a little long here, but it was a uh, Flat Stanley was a little boy who was uh, a poster board fell on him at night when he was sleeping and he woke up two dimensional. Oh no. And so he went like he was basically forever flat you know and he was like you know there was a morning like he was weeping or something I don't know. but then <laughs> they dressed him up in drag and put him in a painting to catch the robbers that were breaking into an art museum to steal art that's the plot of flat stanley he's like a hero he's like a drag icon hero he's a drag icon <laughs> and, he has know, a hero's journey they didn't have to dress him up in drag no, but they chose to, and I, for that, I applaud them. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. It's so nice to talk to you guys. I really appreciate you having me. Uh, happy holidays. Big hugs to you and your family and to your uh, turkey stuffing people. And, <laughs> and good luck with the album. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, guys. You're the best. And let's talk again soon. Let's stay in touch. And one Please. of these days, I'm going to come up to Minnesota and we got to hang out. Yes. And I will write your joke and you can do a follow up to it. Yes. F uh, uh, wet footprints in the floor. Yep. You got it. It's coming. Bye. Bye bye, Maggie. Love you guys. Bye bye. Maggie Ferris. Where does she live? Minnesota. 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 The Twin Cities. The Twin Cities. Tougher than a honeybee is now.
available for pre-order. The album drops everywhere comedy albums are streamed or sold on Black Friday, November 25th. Makes a perfect holiday present for you and the lovers of the labia, the daughters of Belitis, <laughs> the sisters of Sappho. And uh, the wielders of the labyrinth, all uh, lovers of the feminine spirit Mm. in all of us. And I want to remind folks, too, we can't do this podcast without your support. So if you're not a plus member yet, sign up today at feastofun.com slash plus because your uh, contribution to the show is what makes the show happen for almost 18 years now. It's wild. I'll tell you one person who won't be signing up is Hannah Gatz. You never know. (laughs) She might be like, hey, thanks for the plug. Yeah, thanks for... (laughs) Fuck you, Fausto and Mark. (laughs) She doesn't even know who we are. She might. She might. She's been been a long-time listener, and now she's, like, heartbroken. Oh, come on. You know? She didn't really say anything bad about her. She just was like, no. It's not to taste. See, that's how Minnesotans can do it. They don't, they just, they work around it. But I, that, I swear to God, that was an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm mm. where, they, where they're just like, you know, eh, it's okay. You know, and they're like, what do you mean? It's okay. You know, and, th- and then it escalates and poor Larry David spends the rest of the episode apologizing for things. Mm. Also known as Feast of Fun. Hey guys, we want to thank you so much for being long-term listeners. We're wrapping up our, our year that, what year is this now? 18? Our 18th season. 18th season, my God. Is that and, right? Yeah, and, and listen, yeah. put a, put if you love Feast of Fun and you've been listening for us all these years, and maybe you've been thinking about, you know, putting a, a dollar in our stocking, you can do so by going to feastoffun.com slash donate. Uh, you can get that warm feeling in your heart uh, similar to when you, you know, drink too much and you pee on yourself. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's to donating money to a podcast you love to make sure that it's around for years to come. And we salute you. We thank you so much for being listeners. If you like the show, uh, please write us a review on, on whatever podcast director you listen to. And if you don't like it, the show, also write us a review and give us some feedback. Yeah, we love that. Be like, you know, that Maggie Ferris is great. Uh, or that Maggie Farris sucks. Signed Hannah Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone.